Nighttime on Still Waters. This is NB506812, narrow casting into the night from somewhere on Britain's waterways. Second of January, Sunday. Hello, New Year. This is me. You seem so big and dark and unknown. But I have known your brothers and sisters, and I've learned to revel in the days of their sunshine and find their special beauties under skies of steel and water. I have some very special friends, so please treat them gently. As for me, I stand here, as I always do, with my pockets full of fear, but also that flutter of hope and excitement, which must be your special gift to me. It's raining now, but your sun will soon come, and larks will sweep the skies. Welcome. This is the Narrowboat Erica, on a blustery January night. The ducks outside are restless and quarrelsome tonight. In the skies above, a cold wolf moon is nearing its first quarter, and the stars glitter like ice. It'll be cold night tonight. So come inside. Get yourself warm and comfortable. The kettle is singing on the hob. How are you? I'm so glad you could make it tonight. Welcome aboard. We're back, hopefully, after a rather unexpected break. I, I think actually I mentioned in an earlier podcast towards the end of last year, a couple of months back, the old laptop, which was functioning as the workhorse, suddenly and catastrophically collapsed and that meant that I had to quickly replace it and it was something that was needed to be done anyway so it wasn't particularly surprised I was just not expecting it to do it quite so soon and quite so quickly in quite such a rushed manner and uh, after a couple of minor issues the the new computer was up and running and then I began to notice that there was something wrong with the battery and it wasn't charging and it was confirmed by the self-diagnostic that there was a problem with the battery and I was then having to nurse it through the final weeks of teaching and marking so that I could take it back during my annual leave. And whilst it's been a nicely timed opportunity to drop out of the digital world, it has also been rather frustrating. So anyway, I've now got a stand-in fallback laptop computer which hopefully will be doing this recording and it appears to be behaving itself uh the, the computer issues are not totally sorted out and now this computer seems to be encountering quite a bit of connectivity issues and is having problems syncing with the broadband here it 
As I said, it seems to be recording okay, so fingers crossed, but I'm going to keep the podcast quite short to avoid having to upload a too big a file. And hopefully we'll upload it without any problems. And if you're hearing this, then it works. So, but having missed last week's episode, I did want at least to upload something and wish you a really happy new year and find out how you're getting on. And, well, I was just missing these times. So, how are you? I hope you're well and that you've had a good Christmas. And although it's now over a week ago... Happy New Year. It's been a really stormy old day today, with heavy rain squalls beating their way across the fields and drumming on the cabin roof. It's the sort of day that's good to be inside a warm and dry cabin and watch the rain snaking in glistening streaks down the window pane. We had a lovely Christmas and Dad managed to come over with my sister Wendy and nephew Andrew on New Year's Day, which is wonderful. And since then, apart from battling through the abstruse terrain of computers, we've been trying to get a bit of rest, and Donna's been sanding down and revarnishing some of the window frames, which are now beginning to look beautifully glossy again. The ducks are pairing off, and so squabbles are becoming more pronounced. A lot of the adolescents are beginning to taste the world and test their mettle. The glossy electric green heads of the drakes looking very sleek and almost unreal in their perfection. And the world is filled with little clucking and chuntering noises, and sometimes a clapping of beaks together like castanets. And the females, usually under the close surveillance of at least one drake, chatter and fuss, the busy sun at the centre of the orbits of drakes. And the skyways above are now crisscrossed with those aerial duels, usually a female followed by two, sometimes three drakes. And I'm beginning to see patterns and identify what appears to be those social rules which govern these events and encounters and helps to protect the flock. I'm also struck again by how relational this all is. That mating urge may be the driver, but as with humans, there's so much more going on here. And like our two swans who are now beginning the slow recommencement of courtship dances, not that they really stopped completely, these pairing bonds seem to be so much more significant to them than the reproductive act itself. There is an almost a sense of intimate connection between them, the sharing of each other's lives and company. It's not human, but it's understandable by its family resemblance. Squabbles are explosive, but they're also short-lived. Their worlds settle quickly back to the norm. Female chuntering and chuckling with little clicks and snorts, contentedly foraging amongst the bankside foliage or fishing in the standing puddles. 
the male quite often, almost within touching distance, usually behind, following. And in this way, the two individuals become one pair. And something, and I don't know what, cements that. Just before the new year, I received notification that this podcast had now exceeded over 10,000 downloads, which for a podcast, and particularly one like this, is amazing. And I want to thank you and express how much I really appreciate all the support that you have given to it over the year. Listener figures show that we have regular listeners from every continent on the earth, which is something I find incredible. And if you are listening outside of the UK and America, I would love to hear from you and to hear how you engage and understand and what you get from these podcasts and, and perhaps share your experiences of nighttime where you are. And again, thank you to everyone who sent in their best wishes. There, there really is too many to name, and, and I'm conscious that it's important to, to include people's names, but also is a danger that it's just become a list of me just reading out long lists of people's names. So I've got to try and find a balance and I'm not quite sure how to do it yet. And also because of computer problems and the fact that they are generally on different social media platforms that I've not always been able to access them or, or re-access them. And, and I'm worried that I'm going to leave people out, but I really, really do appreciate all that you have said and your encouragement and your support. So thank you. And most of all, I just really want to thank you for just being there. And it was partly to address some of these problems or, or challenges rather than problems. One of the things that I have been able to do over the holiday has been to put together and to launch in a very understated way a website for this podcast and some of you actually might have already found it as for the last couple of episodes I've been using it as a link on some of the social media sites just to see how it worked and if it worked however from now on it's going to be the main hub of information and place of contact Although I want to say at this point that if you do use a particular podcast provider like Apple or Spotify or Podcast FM or any of the others, nothing will change. Okay, so you can still access it through your own usual podcast provider. But if you use the social media links, then it will now take you straight to the site rather than through Buzzsprout, who are the hosts of this podcast. Now, that probably all sounds a lot more complicated than it will be. And for most of you, you're just not going to notice any difference. But the difference is, is that if you want more information about the podcast, 
it just gives me a little bit more creative room for me to add things like images and background information and that sort of thing. So essentially what this would mean is that if you just listen to the podcasts, then nothing's going to change. However, the website, noswpod.com, and there's a link below in the program notes, it will give you a little bit more information and background about the podcast. It will allow me to add more photographs and be a little bit more creative with the program notes when I have the facilities and time to do that. And I'm also becoming increasingly aware that quite a few listeners don't use social media and so have not necessarily had the opportunity of seeing the photographs that I post there. So if you want to see pictures of the Erica or even get a glimpse of behind the scenes of where I record the episodes and putting an episode together, then please have a look at noswpod.com. So far, I've added uh, a couple of extra sections as well as behind the mic, ones which explain each item on the weatherlog and talk you through what those mean and their significance an index of the books used in each episode, as as well as some extracts from mum's writings and photographs of our life on the canal when I was born. So hopefully there's there are things there which will just add to your enjoyment of nighttime on still waters. And, and I am planning to add a lot more material. Donna's already come up with some really good ideas. But if there's anything you want me to add, then please get in contact with me and, and tell me. And this really takes me to the main reason for the site, because it allows you the opportunity to become much more part of this conversation that we have. The problem, as I said earlier, with relying on social media is that comments can often get missed or mislaid. I don't always get notifications, and I'm not sure whether that's just a problem with me and how I'm using social media or actually whether the notifications are simply just not getting through. But quite, a, well, no, not quite a few times, a couple of times I've come across comments made three or four months earlier. Uh, and felt really bad that I haven't responded because I do try to respond to all comments on social media. And I know over Christmas has been a little bit patchy because I've just not been on, uh, been able to access the, the internet as much as I'd wanted to. The website can function as the ideal place to leave any questions or ideas or suggestions that you have about future episodes or things that topics that you would like me to explore or to talk about, or even questions about past episodes. And there is even a facility to for those who are more comfortable talking than writing. And you can leave a short voicemail just by clicking on the microphone icon and you can record there your, your message or your question or your comment. And also a couple of people have got in touch with me about being a bit frustrated that their podcast provider doesn't 
necessarily allow them to click a like or leave a review or a comment. Well, now you can do that directly on the NOSW pod website. And also you can read other people's reviews too, if you want to. And again, if there's anything that I've forgotten or that you would like to see on the website, then please do get in touch with me and I'll see what I can do. Well, tonight has been a bit strange, hasn't it? It's a little bit like me reading out housekeeping notes rather than the normal things that we do. And we will be getting back into the stride next week, hopefully, as if all the computers and everything are are up and running. But thank you for coming. And I really enjoyed being able to come here and just have a chat with you and meet up with you. And to share your journey as you start your new year, no matter how you feel about it, I'm very conflicted about these times and they can seem sometimes very contrived and constructed and and unreal. And we know that things don't change from one year to the other with the, the click of the fingers and that that's the old year and everything's going to be better this year. And yet there's always that that feeling in the pits of our stomachs that we want things to be different or we have that sense of anxiety and also excitement. So as we stand here in the, the dawning light of a new year, perhaps our hair pillow ruffled and still in our dressing gowns and are rather reluctant to get out of bed. And as we chart our way into the unknowns of our future ahead, let's remember that, yes, we are walking into the unknown and into the dark. But actually walking into the dark is what we do good. It's what we do well. It's what we are about. That's what we always do. And we face our futures with our pockets full of dreams and hopes and also those anxieties and the sleepless torments. And let's remember that we are following the journey of the sun into spring and chasing that promise of each frost-pinched bud that we can see on every twig. And that, more than anything, here, now, you belong here. This is your time, not because you're special, although you could well be, or different, but because you stand on the same ground of mud and grass and are made of the same stuff as the laughing magpie and the quizzical squirrel who watched you through the tangle of branches as you passed below it, even though you never noticed it there, and the great blue whale that you'll never see and that you never know. It's okay for you to be here, even if at times you might feel a bit misplaced, that you don't belong. This is your time. This is your home, just as it's theirs. And I want to finish tonight with the profundity of Mary Oliver. 
I read this earlier this afternoon, and thanks to Helen Bygrove. And hi, Helen, and, and, and thank you again for all your support. And she just posted a short extract from Mary Oliver's poem, The Invitation. And, and I want to read the whole poem because it is utterly beautiful. And it's also important. Invitation by Mary Oliver. Oh, do you have time to linger for just a little while out of your busy and very important day for the goldfinches that have gathered in a field of thistles for a musical battle to see who can sing the highest note or the lowest or the most expressive of mirth or the most tender their strong blunt Beaks drink the air as they strive melodiously, not for your sake, not for mine, and not for the sake of winning, but for sheer delight and gratitude. Believe us, they say, it is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in a broken world. I beg you, do not walk by without pausing to attend to this rather ridiculous performance. It could mean something. It could mean everything. It could be what Rilke meant when he wrote, You must change your life. I love that line. It's a serious thing, just to be alive on this fresh morning in the broken world. It's a little bit too windy at the moment for frost to form. I'm told that the winds will soon be dropping, and soon the world will be covered in ice. The stars look like brittle shards of broken glass. And the ducks are still squabbling. This is the narrowboat Erica, signing off for the night and wishing you a warm, peaceful, restful night. Take care and good night. Temperature outside 2.7 degrees. Inside, 26 degrees. Humidity, 79%. Dew point, 2 degrees. Wind direction, west. Wind strength, 15 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 994.6 rising cloud cover 10% cloud ceiling none precipitation 2.29 millimeters moon phase 
41.7%. Waxing crescent. Day length. 7 hours 59 minutes. Sunset. 1613. Sky casting. 814.